Hey, 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 welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Review It Rob show. I am of course your host, Review It Rob, like you didn't already know that already. Hope everybody out there has been doing good, keeping sane as we're going through all this. Looks like, uh, flattened or whatever, whatever the scientific terms are using. Looks like we're on a new course of how things are going. Stuff's opening back up, partially, very cautiously, but things are going on. Theme parks could be open soon, which I'm so excited for. Like the one thing I wait for every single year. I just jumped right into this episode, by the way. <laughs> but the one thing I wait for every single year is Halloween Horror Nights. And it's looking so much better now that it might actually go down. So, super excited about this opportunity. Super excited about this possibility. Um, anyways, like I said, hope everybody out there is doing good. We uh, just celebrated a holiday, actually. If you're a uh, Geek World fan, if you will. Uh, Star Wars, May the 4th is a holiday for all the Star Wars fans out there. They uh, have taken the day because, you know, the famous quote from the film, May the Force be with you. So they've decided to take May 4th and make it their Star Wars day, which is awesome, which is really cool. Um, apparently today, recording this on May 5th, so it's apparently today is like a, a day where the Sith fans, because May the 4th is kind of the Jedi fans day. So May the 5th, apparently, I'm not the biggest Star Wars person, but I got some lingo down. Uh, so apparently the Sith fans for uh, Star Wars have taken May 5th as a holiday for themselves that they're, I guess, they're trying to make happen. I um, And they're calling it Revenge of the Fifth because, you know, of course, Revenge of the Sith. So nonetheless, I guess today's a holiday as well for that reason. But today is actually a real-life holiday as in Cinco de Mayo. So everybody that's uh, celebrating Cinco de Mayo, happy Cinco de Mayo Day. Uh, Viva la Raza, of course. And all right. So there we go. That was a good opening, I think. I will pat myself on the back with that opening. Get to jump into the news and got some big news to jump it off. I think this is big news. This is really cool and really interesting news to start this off with. And starting off with Tom Cruise, the man that just has no limits, apparently. <laughs> I mean, he is, as far as I'm concerned, it's so tough to watch action movies now that don't star Tom Cruise because you just know how much Tom Cruise puts in his movies. So, nonetheless... Tom Cruise has made news today as um, rumor came out yesterday. It's been pretty much confirmed today that Tom Cruise is going to be filming in space, you know. So, the final frontier, as they like to call it. I still think water is the final frontier. I think there's a lot of undiscovered stuff going on in the ocean. But nonetheless, space. Tom Cruise is going to be filming in space. That's right. Tom Cruise will be partner partnering with NASA to shoot a movie. or At least in part aboard the National Space Station. NASA themselves has confirmed uh, this will be the first narrative feature to be shot in space, of course. Uh, sorry if I just broke anybody's hearts with Apollo 13. That movie didn't actually take place in space. <laughs> but uh, from a quote, actually, right here, NASA, quote, NASA's excited to work with Tom Cruise on a film aboard the space station. NASA Administrator Jim Bardenstein, good lord, I suck with names. At this point, nine episodes in, you know I suck with names. So anyways, Jim Bardenstein tweeted on Tuesday. He tweeted out on Tuesday that NASA is excited to work with Tom Cruise as they film aboard the space station, uh, space station. We need, quote, we need popular media to inspire a new generation of engineers and scientists to make NASA's ambitious plans a reality. So, holy crap, that's really awesome. Um, you have people, conspiracy theorists out there that don't know if space is real or not, so they'll probably still conspire, uh, have conspiracies against this one, but this is really cool. I'm personally a huge Tom Cruise fan. I've always loved, always loved his work. You see what he puts into his work. He's a diehard. He's like a... He's... 
you know, he's into what he does and he makes sure that everything has like that real aspect to it. So I'm really excited to see how this turns out. This is a really cool idea, a really interesting idea. I didn't think, I don't think anybody ever thought this would be something that could happen other than, you know, NASA filming some kind of um, educational kind of thing or something. But this is cool. We're getting a, a movie shot in space. Um, not going to be Mission Impossible. I'm pretty sure it's not Mission Impossible. I'm sure this is not connected in any way whatsoever. Completely different film series. So this is really cool. I'm really excited about this. Hope you all are. Let me know what you think about this. It's cool. But this is a really cool idea, and I can't wait to see how that turns out. Um, other space talk, while we're kind of doing space stuff, and talked about Star Wars a second ago, has been confirmed. It's confirmed yesterday on Star Wars Day that a new Star Wars movie is coming, and the film is going to be directed by none other than Takawakiti, who um, recently brought life back, or, you know, as far as I'm concerned, brought life to the Thor trilogy with Thor Ragnarok. He did an awesome job with that film and completely revitalized that trilogy. And just, you know, I'm excited about the next Thor film, which before is like, okay, I got to see this Thor film to keep up with all the Marvel stuff. I'm excited to see where they go now. But we're not talking about Thor. We're talking about a new Star Wars movie. And you figure... Star Wars movies are going to be coming more and more now that Disney owns them, and the last three films have done recent, done decent enough, and you got The Mandalorian that's tearing it up, so this is a brand new movie, it's going straight to theaters, you got Taka attached to it, cause you, so you can only imagine how that's going to work out, so that's exciting, no other details really about what the film's going to be, there's a possibility that it could be a uh, trilogy itself, so good news right there, I'm excited to see what they do in, uh, going forward into the future of Star Wars. We don't know where they're going with the Skywalker saga ending. There's a whole lot of other areas they can start working on, so that's going to be cool to see what they bring soon to that table because, hey, Star Wars isn't going anywhere. They just built that land at uh, Disney World and Disneyland, so Star Wars is here to stay. They're going to be cashing in on Star Wars as long as they can possibly can. All right, let's see. Up next in um, news, we've got some Stranger Things 4 news. You know me, I love Stranger Things. I love that show to death. Season 3 is one of the greatest seasons of any TV show I've ever seen in my life. I could watch it over and over again and be utterly happy with it. I can listen to the soundtrack over and over again, okay? Never-ending story. I mean, come on. This is your never-ending story. <laughs> that song is now stuck in my head. I'm going to not sing it to get it stuck in your head, but if it is stuck in your head now, you're welcome. I'm going to listen to that later, probably. But um, a couple of the stars recently of... Stranger Things have been kind of talkative, been asked questions about what's going on with Stranger Things. Get started off with uh, Joe Curie. Well, that's how he says Curry, Curie, whatever. Uh, who, of course, plays the hunky Steve Harrington, the babe, the total babe. Um, he was recently asked some things about Stranger Things, and he came out and said, and I quote, I think that this year, and I know I say this every single year, but this is definitely going to be a lot scarier than prior years. Um... So there you go. He's saying season four is going to be scarier than any other season we've had, which is awesome. Stranger Things season three had some really cool, cool moments to it that could have been really scary. I mean, that hospital hallway scene was freaking dope. So can't wait to see what they're doing Stranger Things four wise. Um, of course, uh, with season four, we don't have a whole lot of detail. We did see the teaser. They gave us a teaser a while back, which is whew, so excited about. Um, in that new scene, of course, we saw that Hopper was imprisoned, uh, imprisoned in Russia, Soviet Union, however you want to go with it. Um, quote, meanwhile, back in the States, a new horror is beginning to surface. Something long buried, something that connects everything. Hopper is indeed still alive, of course, as we saw in that video. Uh, he appears to be working as part of a chain gang in the Soviet Union. 
things looked bleak as Hopper was looking pretty skinny and his uh, hair was shaved. So Hopper with a different look, we're kind of wondering what's going on there. Um, but speaking of Hopper, David David Harbour has come out. He's he was uh, kind of talkative. Something came up recently from back back in March that he talked about. So um, he said in season two, Eleven goes into the basement of the cabin and there's five boxes. One of which has Burner's stuff from Hawkins Lab. Uh, one of which says Dad. One of which says Vietnam or Nam, however you want to say it. Tomato, tomato, Vietnam, Vietnam. Um, one says New York. So there are these three things that we've established in the season that if we don't pay off, it means that they're bad writers and the Duffer brothers are very good writers, which they are. Stranger Things, they've made incredible, incredible stuff with that. So, uh, continuing on, quote, so I know specifically, specifically, that season four, we will give you a big, huge reveal about Hopper's backstory. That's awesome. We get some more of Hopper's backstory. We haven't had too much about it, but we've had some good stuff, and we kind of put some things together, and we're going to have even more now from Hopper, so that is fantastic. Uh, he continues to go, quote, I'm so excited about revealing this aspect of the character. It's one of the things that I've known since the first frame of the first shot. We haven't expressed it yet. And finally, we're going to express it in a big way. It's my favorite thing about him that you guys don't know about him yet. But it has to do with these backstories of New York, Vietnam, and Dad. So, man, this season's going to be... Season 3 had some moments in it where it was um, heart-wrenching. There's going to be some heart-wrenching stuff in this one. Uh, continuing on to quote says, I'm really excited for you guys to know more about that. And it relates, of course... And it relates, of course, to things he's done with Eleven and Joyce and things like that. So, David Harbour... Hitting us with all the stuff, wanting us to watch Stranger Things Season 4 right now. If we didn't already want to see it before and we're super jonesing for it after Season 3 ended and still waiting all this time for it and have to wait even longer because this stupid virus messing things up, I'm so excited for Stranger Things. I can't begin to tell you or even describe how excited I am for Season 4 of that show. That show is it's very close to being becoming my favorite show of all time. I don't think anything will ever actually pass Adam's Family, but maybe Stranger Things could get up there we'll see what happens with stranger things season four but right now whew, so excited speaking of excited i've been excited for this movie since it was announced i twenty thousand years ago new mutants man new mutants has had like the the, the time release time frame hell of a life of life um so new mutants was supposed to come out earlier this year or supposed to come out this year and it got pushed back because again of this stupid virus that's going around so the movie has been put on an indefinite hold. Yesterday, a bunch of images were released getting us more excited and more hoping for this film. Now, there's rumors that are suggesting that this film it will be going straight to video on demand or even straight to Disney+. And the reason for that is because you can apparently pre-order the film now on Amazon. So all you New Mutants people, go ahead and go pre-order the movie on Amazon, I guess. No telling what's going on with this movie I, I personally want it to not be released on video on demand. I want them to hold off on the film and release it in theaters because I think this movie, this is a movie that's built for theaters. There's certain movies that you just have to see in theaters. And to me, New Mutants is definitely one of those films. It's been just a hell of a time trying to get this movie out. And I think the best payoff imaginable would be putting it in theaters and let people see it in theaters instead of just dropping it to video on demand. Now, with that said, if it is dropped to video on demand or Disney+, Plus, obviously, I'll be in to watch it. 
but I would prefer it go uh, straight to theaters first, then video on demand. Um, <laughs> and fun, 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 fun news. Everybody has been captivated. Um, we have to, a lot of people have been stuck in, and one of the things that has captivated everybody during this time is Joe Exotic. Um, you know, I'm not going to go into it. You pretty much know who Joe Exotic is. If you're not, get Netflix and watch it. You'll have the time of your life. <laughs> um, it's, it's so big that there's been a couple after shows. There's been talk about everything. There's talk about another season of the show possibly happening. There's talk of the president trying to pardon Joe Exotic. So much talk going on with this guy. And apparently there will be more coming. Nicholas Cage, the freaking enigmatic, enigma, enigmatic, I can't talk all of a sudden. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, crazy actor, does some crazy roles. Go watch the movie Mandy. You'll understand what I'm talking about. He has been cast to play Joe Exotic in an eight-episode scripted series. So, there you go. It was bound to happen at some point in time. Um, and there you go. Nicholas Cage will be playing Joe Exotic. I, for one, will watch it because that just sounds like the most head trip of a thing to ever happen in life. And you just got to see it. You got to see it. Um, we have we got news of an untitled seventh film coming for the Transformers franchise, which will be landing um, three days before my birthday, June 24th, 2022. So I guess I'll be seeing a Transformers movie on my birthday, probably. Um, Transformers, what a franchise that has been. It had its highest of highs, and it's been at its lowest of lows. And it's just, it's one of those things where you're trying to figure out what's going to happen with the Transformers. We don't know if they're rebooting. We don't know if it's going to be a continuation of the story they left off on before, which honestly, I don't even remember that film. Um, with me and Transformers, the first films that came out, it was really cool to see it and see how they did that. I'm obviously a huge Shia LaBeouf fan. I talked about that on the last episode. It's one of my favorite actors right there. So I was into the first three films when Shia was no longer a part of it and they replaced him with Mark Wahlberg, who I'm not the biggest fan of, to be completely honest with you. I lost a lot of interest in Transformers. And as the films went on, it just became worse and worse for me. And it was not a fun time watching those films. Then Bumblebee came out. And I actually enjoyed Bumblebee. I like Haley Steinfeld a lot. I think she's a very talented lady. I enjoy her singing. Um, she's been he's, she's done great in acting as well. So I enjoyed the Bumblebee movie for what it was. I thought they did a, a really good job there. So if they continue on, if they're rebuilding the Transformers franchise, good on them. But it said seventh film in the Transformers franchise. So... Who knows? <laughs> Who knows at this point, but hopefully they'll go the route of the Bumblebee instead of the route of the Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of franchises that have done really well, the fourth um, John Wick film. We knew that John Wick was having a fourth film after the success of John Wick Chapter 3. Um, obviously, that was going to happen. People love Keanu Reeves. They fell in love with him. So obviously, we're going to get a John Wick 4. But we're going to have to wait a little bit. Uh, John Wick 4 has been moved back to May 27th, 2022, which is basically a year later, which just hurts because we're going to have a Keanu day. We're going to have a Keanu day. Um, John Wick 4 and The Matrix 4 were originally both coming out on the same day. But now that John Wick 4 has been moved back, that's fine. Um, it is what it is. I will be in theaters to see John Wick 4 because I absolutely love that film series. I love me some Keanu Reeves, so I'm down for it. Um, another film that was pushed back is a film I didn't, I, I didn't know they were making, or if I knew they were making, I completely forgot they were making, because I don't know why they're making this. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard has been moved to August 28th, 2021. Um, The Hitman's Bodyguard is a film starring Ryan Reynolds, Samuel L. Jackson, Salma Hayek, 
decent enough film and had its good laughs, had its good moments, but I don't think it needed a sequel by any means, but it's happening. So if you liked it the first film, there you go. Good for you. You're going to have a sequel. <laughs> um, let's talk some Oscar news. I haven't talked Oscars too much on this show. Oscars, a lot of people enjoy that show. There's movie fans that love it. There's movie fans that hate it. But um, the Oscars is something that goes on in the movie world, and a lot of us pay attention to it. And um, got some news surrounding the Oscars. Uh, they are now considering films that didn't play in theaters to be um, up for Best Picture nomination. Before, there was a, a rule for the Oscars that a seven-day theatrical run had to happen for the film to be considered for the Best Picture option. Um, Oscars have now come out and said that they're putting a temporary hold on that requirement. Um, but, of course, for that requirement to have taken place, for these films to be considered... If there's any more films that drop straight to video on demand instead of going in theaters, and, you know, honestly, theaters could be opened up relatively soon. Um, Tenant is still scheduled for July, so, you know, theaters could be open relatively soon. But um, for this new rule with the Oscars, for them to consider a movie without that rule they had of the seven-day theatrical run, for video on demand, it has to be a movie that was scheduled to be in theaters anyways. So... Um, once movie theaters are allowed to reopen, the seven-day window will once again be required for eligibility. So, Oscars got some weird eligibilities for their stuff, for best pictures, obviously. Um, but there you go. That's really cool to see that movies that have been dropped straight to video on demand have the option to be considered for best picture nomination. I can't really think of any film that's been dropped to video on demand recently, though, that would be considered for that. I mean, what do we have? We have... No... Invisible Man was in theaters for more than seven days, I believe, so was Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey is not going to be nominated for Best Picture, never mind. But Invisible Man has a chance. Even though the Oscars seem to just hate films like The Invisible Man, there's a chance that movie could be nominated for Best Picture because that movie is spectacular. If you haven't seen it, see it. I know it's probably still like $20 to rent. Do it. It's worth it. 100% worth it. Um, Let's see. Up next, we've got a, we've got a new live-action Goosebumps series coming. Goosebumps, of course, the best-selling books created by R.L. Stein, um, and then had the very successful show in the '90s. Let's see, yeah, it was a um, it was rated number one for five consecutive seasons back in the uh, 1990s, which I personally loved. I loved the books and I loved the show, and I watched it all the time. The films came out had Jack Black in them playing R.L. Stein, freaking ate it up, loved it, saw it in theaters. So I'm all for it. So now that there's a new live-action Goosebumps series coming. I'm I'm down for it. I'm excited about it. I will definitely watch it because I love Goosebumps. I think it's a fun little I think it's a fun little series. It's a fun series of spooks and it's a fun series of horrors and it's just a good thing. It's a good time to be had. So you give me more Goosebumps, I'm in. I'm down for it. I, I don't know if this means there's no more films coming. Um I guess we can kinda assume that there's no longer gonna be any films coming. Maybe there will be. But um nonetheless, I'm down for it. I love me some goosebumps. And let's see, is this, I uh, might be on my last bit of news here. Um, yes, last bit of news here is uh, the production company behind Creepshow, the very successful show that's on Shudder. Um, they have 10 more projects coming over the next two years, one of those in which include a Day of the Dead remake for sci-fi. So I guess that's going straight to the sci-fi channel. Um, uh, they're calling that, they're calling the Day of the Dead remake a, quote, ode to George A. Romero's 1985 feature film. 
so I guess we can kind of figure what they're going for with that. Bold of them to remake Day of the Dead, but hey, that Dawn of the Dead remake was actually really good. So good on them. Hope they uh, do successful things with that. I mean, 10 more projects coming. Creepshow's been doing good. So if they follow that same route, there you go. You got some more stuff coming in the horror world, and more stuff coming in the horror world is always a good thing. So that's going to be it for the news. Um, before I jump into this episode's review, which I didn't even talk about at the beginning of the show because I just jumped in talking about holidays and everything because I'm a professional. But um, uh, Over the weekend, I, I broke I broke out the triple treat of flicks. Um, this time, all three films were films I haven't seen before. So I picked up Bad Boys 3 or Bad Boys for Life, whatever you want to call it, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Guns Akimbo. So the first film I watched was... I could probably do this after the break, but screw it, I already started. Um, first one I watched was Bad Boys 3, which, you know, overall, not a horrible movie, but I didn't have the greatest experience watching the film. I liked some of the action scenes. Um, I think they tried really hard for some laughs in the film. Martin Lawrence was fantastic throughout the film. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know. It just didn't grab me the way that Bad Boys 2 grabbed me. I don't know what it was. I was, I was expecting to have a good time with Bad Boys 3. I didn't have a horrible time with it by any means, but I will say about an hour and a half into the film, I was like, how much longer has this film got? And then I looked, and I'm like, God, this feels like it's been on for three hours. Just saying, that was me. I know, I got a buddy who told me they enjoyed the film. So, you know, that's that's cool. To each its own. The movie, by no means, it was not horrible. If you're a fan of the other two films, go ahead and see it. You'll you'll find things to enjoy about it. I, there was parts throughout the film where I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of like Bad Boys 2. And Bad Boys 2 is my favorite of the series. So, nonetheless, Bad Boys 3, you know, if you get the chance, check it out. It's not not a horrible movie, but like I said, I didn't enjoy it all that much. Um, the other film I watched, the next film up I watched was Sonic the Hedgehog, which, if you remember, if you listened, I think I said it on the Disney Woods podcast, so I don't believe I ever talked about it on this show. Um, I wasn't going to see that movie in theaters i had no desire whatsoever to see that movie in theaters unless you know like my brother and his family were going like hey we're going to see sonic you want to come then i would have gone but i had no desire to see that movie in theaters and luckily it was at Redbox, so i saw it i picked it up i watched it and again <laughs> you know it, i'm glad i didn't see it in theaters let's just put it that way um bright spots of the movie it was really cool to see the island you know if you played the sonic the hedgehog game which i grew up playing that game you know sonic has a has a spot in my life so if you grew up playing that game you know very much about the island it was really cool to see that island on uh on in a movie so that was cool to see it was cool to see him running around um best part of the movie by far is jim carrey obviously he carries that movie pretty much like the batman movie he was in (laughs) batman forever so (laughs) that's pretty funny Jim Carrey was great. Jim Carrey was a force in the movie. Anytime he was on screen, I was very happy to see Jim Carrey. Um, other than that, I did not like the voice acting for Sonic. Didn't like James Marsden's character all that much. Didn't like a whole lot of the characters in the film. Um, there's a part towards the end where I thought Sonic should have done his little thing where he gets down on the ground and rolls really fast in, in place and then goes and does something. That would have probably made the movie better right there. <laughs> but... um Nonetheless, I mean, it's obviously a kid's movie. It's not meant for adults, but, you know, obviously a lot of adults, especially around my age, we grew up with Sonic the Hedgehog, so we have this whole, we hold that thing pretty passionate. And video games to movies have been a tough transition, and it's not the worst video game movie I've ever seen in my life. And honestly, I enjoyed this movie a whole lot more than that Detective Pikachu thing that came out 
what was it last year? I don't know. <laughs> All time is blending together right now. But um, yeah, I didn't like that Detective Pikachu movie too much, so I would say Sonic the Hedgehog is better than that. But mostly just because of Jim Carrey. It's the Jim Carrey show. Other than that, I'm not into it. Um, and then the third film I saw was Guns Akimbo. So I'm gonna hit the break here. We're gonna do a do a pause, and then my review is gonna be for that movie. So hold on loosely, tight. I don't know, but I'll be back. Do you like to go to Halloween Horror Nights? Do you yourself like Hollow Scream, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and other scary things? Or maybe on the weekend, you like to summon a ghost or go find yourself a demon. If you do, then this is the podcast for you. Haunters! You can follow us every Wednesday on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Haunters Pod. Where we're ready to haunt you. Ah, wonderful, it comes off kind of creepy. We're keeping it! of the worst day of my life. Another schism. 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 Schism picked random psychos, weirdos, and criminals and made them fight each other to the death. So the internet loved it. <laughs> and then I came into the picture. You scared yet? Welcome to Schism. Bolted these things to my hands. They have my girlfriend. And some psycho is trying to kill me. I'm not a fighter. I'm a nobody. Hey, 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 I need help. Oh, it's one thing to say you can't face violence, but when it faces you, you better be ready. When the shit goes down, you better be ready. You better be ready. Right, yeah. Yeah. Schism said they would wipe my sleep. No, schism is gonna kill us both. No! I have a plan. It is totally suicidal, but it might work. Get out of the car, please. Come on. Please get out. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sorry. Welcome back to the Reveal Rob Show, everybody. And let me tell you what. I'm telling you right now. I'm while I'm recording this episode, I am uh, I'm cooking some tacos, and those tacos smell good, and I'm super excited about them. I wish you could smell them through this recording right now, because I'm excited about what's about to go down. Because those tacos, they smell good, and they're gonna be good in my belly. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways, not what we're here to talk about by any means. But let me tell you, those tacos smell good. All right. Anyways, um, again, welcome back to the show. That. Uh, clip i just played for you there was the trailer for this week's episode's review and the name of that film is guns akimbo a movie that came out last came out last year so 
my first thought going into it, I saw the the poster of the film. I'm like, hey, cool. Hey, that's Daniel Radcliffe. That's Harry Potter, man. Which, you know, first off, that kind of sucks for me to call him Harry Potter. He's known for other things, but he's mostly known for Harry Potter, so it works. Um, I saw the poster, and it was intriguing enough. So I looked up the trailer online, the one I just played for you. I'm like, in. 100% in. This looks fun. And, you know, sometimes we get into that trap of trailers. They look fun, but are they actually going to be a good movie or not? Run into that one myself plenty of times. So... I enjoyed the trailer, so put it on my wish list for Redbox, hit a Redbox, there it was. Picked up the film, gladly rented, I actually got to rent it for free because I had enough points, so there you go. Putting your email into that thing, by the way, you get points for how many movies you rent, and I learn a lot of movies because movies are my life, so I'm racking up some points right now. And points, of course, lead to uh, free rentals, like I just mentioned. I rented Guns Akimbo free, and I'm running around in circles at this point. <laughs> um, thank you for pairing with me. So... I rented it, and go ahead, go ahead and jump into the synopsis here. Miles, who is, of course, played by Daniel Radcliffe. His character, Miles, is a video game developer who inadvertently becomes the next participant in a real-life death match that streams online. Um, and, of course, his opponent's going to be the best character in the history of um, of all of it. I'm not reading the synopsis anymore. I'm trying to come up with my old words. Um, Nyx is the character's name, a killer at the top of her game. Hey, that rhymed. Nice. Um, so there you go. That's the idea of the film. So I I started the film, and trust me when I tell you this. Or you don't have to trust me. I don't care. But I started at the I started the film. It did not at one moment whatsoever during watching this film did I ever lose my interest in it. This movie, I loved this movie, and I'm going to buy it as soon as I possibly can. That's how much I enjoy this film. Um... It's just, it's a good time. It's an it's an action movie, but it's kind of wacky at the same time. And there's all these crazy things going on. You're like, whoa, what's going on here? How did that happen? It's quirky as well. There's some there's some some great laughs throughout the film. So, very action oriented film, but it's got some great laughs in it. Daniel Radcliffe is your star. It also has um, the lovely Samara Weaving. Weaving probably saying her last name wrong, but you know she's in it. And of course, she was in Ready or Not recently. Which she was just fantastic in, and everything else I've seen her in, she's been fantastic. And um, so those two in the film, they have some great, great one-offs with each other. It's it's so good. It's so hard to put it into words. Like I struggle with reviewing films because I just want to talk about the movie so much. But obviously, with my reviews, I don't want to spoil anything. So to try to go into this a little bit without spoiling it, you've heard in the trailer the name of Schism. Schism basically is the um, online streaming sir. It's the company that streams the uh, real-life death matches online. And, you know, it's basically death matches. You remember that film, um, The Condemned? Maybe you've seen it. You haven't seen it. It starred Stone Cold Steve Austin. It was a WWE Films movie where they put a bunch of these uh, prisoners that were sentenced to life on an island. They got to kill each other. The last one there survives, right? So think that, but not really. <laughs> um, essentially, what this is is it's a – they're putting this online. There's – crazy people in the world who enjoy watching stuff like that which isn't really all that outlandish because people love the ufc and that's just that's like one step away from killing people essentially so i probably just pissed off a whole lot of ufc people sorry but um but yeah that's basically the idea so miles character comes across it and then he and somehow he gets inadvertently put into the world right and then from there the movie's just it's on and you're just trying to figure out what's going to happen here because, you know, his character, obviously, he's a video game developer. 
So he's not really like, you know, he's not considered an action-oriented person. You learn that with his character pretty obviously. So when you're watching the film, you're like, okay, how's he going to do this? How's he going to get through this? Especially against his opponents, the greatest at the top of their game, person that hasn't lost anything. It's just fantastic, can do it all. A killing machine, if you will. You want to see how he's going to do it. So like I said, that movie, this movie, Guns Akimbo, I cannot suggest this movie enough. So fun. I, like I said, I'm going to buy it. I will 100% gladly buy this film and put it in my series, which is really cool. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I'm, I like Daniel Radcliffe. I'm a fan of his, mostly because of the Harry Potter series. As far as the solo stuff, I believe I have The Woman in Black in my collection. Yes, I do. So I have The Woman in Black in my collection. I haven't seen a whole lot of his other solo stuff, which is bad on me. That's, that's my fault. He's got another movie coming out soon, which the name's... Um, I forget the name, but it's got the... It stars him, and it's got the kid that played Vince Neil in the Dirt movie. Looks like a decent film. He had another film that I meant to see, but I, for some reason, never saw. Um, I don't know. It was a Frankenstein kind of monster movie that I should I should have seen already, but for some reason, I haven't seen it. And again, the name's escaping me. But it's really cool to see Daniel Radcliffe doing some other stuff, man. He he's so good in this movie. He's fantastic. As I mentioned, Samara Weaving, Wiring, Wiring. So sorry for messing up your name, <laughs> because you know she obviously listens to this podcast. But you know she's great in it. She's playing a character like we haven't seen before. She's she's a badass in this movie, yo. And you know honestly, you can say she's kind of badass and ready or not as well. But you know what I mean. She's like got tattoos and she doesn't look like her doesn't look dolled up by any means. So so good. Like really honestly, check this movie out. You're gonna have a great time with this movie. Like, I, it's hard to say that because people have their different taste about things and everything. But, you know, this movie is just, the action is great. It's a fun story. You get some good laughs with the film. And you're just, you're hooked. I was hooked the whole time during the film. Like, for real, hooked to this film the whole time. So much so, like, I can't stop thinking about the movie. I want to own the movie. I want to see it again. I'm so excited I dropped the cap to my drink. Good thing I didn't spill my drink. <laughs> But yeah, Guns Akimbo, I give it so many thumbs up, so many stars. I say 100% see this film. You I, you, you will have a blast with it. Let's just put that. You know what? That's appropriate enough. You'll have a blast with this movie. All right. Quick review there for you. Obviously, you can't go into too much because I don't want to spoil the film, of course. But 100% again, see Guns Akimbo. That'll do it for this episode. Next week's episode, Big Ten, man. I'm at my 10th episode. I can't wait. So... Of the people who listen to this show, again, thank you so much for taking your time and your life to listen to my show. I appreciate it more than I can ever express. So, next week's the 10th episode. So, if you can drop me some questions on my Twitter, I'm at review underscore it underscore Rob. Drop me some questions, man. I would love to answer some uh, questions on the next episode. Don't know what the plan is for the episode. I think I'm going to do top 10 movies. I said something about top 10 actors, top 10 actresses. Probably won't do that. I don't know if anybody's interested in hearing that. If you are, let me know. But top 10 movies, I think, is a good way to go for that one. And again, please drop some questions. I would love to answer questions on the next episode. And of course, we'll have some news. But other than that, again, I thank you so much for joining me this week. And as always, remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. See you next week. Thank you for joining me this week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get updates on all new episodes. As well, follow me on Twitter at review underscore it underscore Rob. Stay tuned for more adventures.